Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On this Matt Mosley on a Monday, welcome everybody back from a fun weekend. We've got great stuff for you. I spent my weekend working and went out to uh, cover the uh, Cowboys rookie mini camp out in Frisco and lots to share with you on that front. The um, Aaron, they were still, and Stephanie will like this one, they were still breaking down the ACM, the American Country Music Festival. They were breaking all that down, the huge tents, the trailers, everything. The Cowboys could barely practice because of Luke Bryan and Dolly and everybody else <laughs> had been through there, Garth. Had to clear them all out of there. The Cowboys could even get a rookie minicamp in. Guess who didn't show up, Aaron? I was there. Werder was there. Todd Archer there. Uh, Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. Kind of looked around, and the head coach of the Cowboys did not make it. Did not make it to the rookie minicamp. And uh, Mike McCarthy had a back procedure. Hopefully nothing too significant, and he will, uh, he'll be back in time. So I got some things to share with you from that trip. And, Aaron, I kind of wanted to get in there and, and visit with the rookies. You know, Mosley goes one-on-one. Oh, man, you know, who, you know who I love getting to visit with? Deuce Vaughn. What a cool cat that is. What a great guy. I mean, and he is, Aaron. He's every bit. I mean, you know, you've been around me. I'm a big man. I'm a tall guy, somewhat, maybe also tall, and depending on what you, you know month it is, can be a little, you know, kind of a bigger guy. There's Deuce, built like a truck, but he's a little man. He's five five, but uh, huge hands, by the way, monstrous hands. Uh, very, very. I was, it was fun to get to meet him in person. The great. Deuce Vaughn from right down the road. Aaron, I think somewhere out in like Round Rock area is where he went to school. His dad, a scout for the Dallas Cowboys. Aaron had that really uh, poignant call when his dad got to call Deuce and tell him he was uh, he had been drafted by the Cowboys in the sixth round. Great. So that was fun getting to meet him. And the, the Cowboys vice president of player personnel – None other than Will McClay. He is the brains behind the Cowboys draft. And the Cowboys have been good at the draft in recent years. They've hit on a lot of picks. We got an exclusive with Will McClay. Ed Werder and I, um, in addition to Ed comes on with us sometimes here, we do something called the Doomsday Podcast. And so we had Will on our podcast, but also, of course, wanted to have Will on the radio show as well, ESPN Central Texas. So uh, unless you subscribe to the Doomsday Podcast, this is really 
The other than that, it's the only way you could hear this kind of exclusive one-on-one type interview with the Cowboys um, director of scouting. And even a guy like Aaron, who's really had some up-and-down moments with the Cowboys recently. Aaron, you'd have to admit, good drafting. Pretty solid. Now, I don't know about this draft. We'll have to see. But in recent years, Aaron, I mean, I, it's hard to find just like an awful pick early. I mean, you know, you may have some guys that don't make the team from the fifth or sixth round, but that's expected everywhere. Aaron, would you say Will McClay has become pretty revered in scouting circles across the NFL? Absolutely, and he should be. If you're a Cowboys fan, he should be your favorite person in the world because without him, they would probably be what the Lions have been the last decade. They would Mm. be terrible. He's been great, and the only first-round picks that they've missed on were picks that the scouting staff were pretty much overruled by the coaching staff. That was uh, the defensive end, Taco Charlton, and then the defensive tackle either the next year or the year after, Tristan Hill. That's the only two yeah, first round. Yeah, that was round, a second but, round yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, Tristan was, was second round, but yeah, that's you're right though. That first round, going back, and and that was Rod Marinelli. Yep. Aaron's right to say it. Put it on Rod. Poor old Rod's out there. Aaron just kind of <laughs> trying to hang in there. We're just ripping him, but um, old Rod Marinelli. Stephanie knows him well. Former defensive coordinator for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Wonder what Rod's up to, Aaron. I feel like he had done some stuff with the Raiders organization. Q would probably know. We'll have to check and see if Rod is still trying to coach. Aaron, first round is in the books out of uh, the NCAA regional for men's golf, the Institute Golf Club. And, Aaron, we were told that that was going to be a good venue for the Bears. That's Morgan Hill, California. Aaron, where is that? Do you remember him where Coach told us? Was that like an hour outside of San Francisco, maybe, or something like that? Interesting. Stephanie knows, I believe. It's in, the Bay, it's in the Bay Area. Ooh, I like that. Bay Area. All right, well, that's a kind of that's Northern California. And that is good, Stephanie. Very good information. Morgan Hill, Ca- uh, California. This is the 15th, which is today, I believe, through the 17th. Bears finish today. They look like they are done for the day. They are. And they finish three uh, under and in a tie for fifth place. Top five, Aaron, let her know. Let her know her mind. Let her know. Stop like moving around and stuff in there. Hey, by the way, are y'all okay? The Metroplex has some scary weather right now. Boy, big time rain and everything is everybody stephanie are you do you feel secure there in in uh, central texas right now <laughs> yeah it's just cloudy nothing okay nothing's hitting the ground yet i mean it, it's a turnaround don't drown situation <laughs> i'm told in the metroplex right now i mean really i wish it would just rain here in the central texas in the metroplex just a normal rain would be nice and it didn't have to be a deluge every time something happened now um the Bears finished three under, and I, I thought this was kind of cool. Stephanie, you'll like this. The guy that Baylor put in the number five. Now, Stephanie, men's college golf, women's college golf, too. They'll, they'll start. They can have, send five players out. They take the four highest rounds. They take the four best scores. All right? And the, the fifth player for the 
for Baylor ended up having the score of the day for the Bears. So they send him out to be their fifth player, and Tyler Eisenhart rolls out there and shoots 69 in round one and is fifth overall in this tournament. Bears tied for fifth, and the good news is the uh, Baylor is only well, – wait a second. Wait a second. This thing's changing as we're talking because there, there are other schools that are just finishing up their rounds. Baylor's actually tied for fourth. There is a three-way tie right now for fourth place, and it looks like Missouri and Charlotte, which Baylor's tied with, still out there on the course right now. But if if the Bears could finish in the top five, they'll advance to the uh, NCAA championships. This is a very exciting time, and Baylor's best player finished third on the team today, and he didn't play poorly. It's just that the other two guys played really, really well. So that's exciting. Bears, uh, uh, that's uh, Wrightson, Drew Wrightson, and Tyler Eisenhart at the top. Aaron, you know what time it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. I'm telling you, you wake up one day and realize everybody in your neighborhood except you has a golf cart. <laughs> it's like they're everywhere, all right? And I understand it because when there are places, well, like our sponsor, um, that people love it. People love having it in the neighborhood, and they just like kind of getting around the neighborhood a little bit in a golf cart. Get the kids in there and have a lot of fun with it. And uh, it's a uh, those are good times, golf cart. Golf carts. These are good. Okay, Stephanie, um, man, very curious about kind of what your weekend. There was no horse racing this weekend. I think next weekend you'll have that second leg of the Triple Crown, mm-hmm. and uh, and that'll be it. I'm sure as we get on into the week, you'll you'll be, you know, getting us information on the Preakness and that kind of thing. But tell us, Stephanie, what did, what was your weekend like? Did you, did you do anything fun? Uh, actually, was it a good Mother's Day? It was a good Mother's Day. Uh, didn't really do much. Just kind of worked out and did domestic stuff. Hung out with Scott. You know, it was kind of rainy down here over the weekend uh, in the mornings, but did it was very relaxing. So I didn't really do much, which was nice. What is that when you keep you keep saying that on a, almost a daily basis? Did domestic stuff? You know, laundry. Laundry, clean the house, that type too. Scott seemed like a, a, he seems like a renaissance man to me. (laughs) He seems like the kind of guy that might pitch in in that area. He does. And do some of that. Wash the dishes, clean. And by the way, you shouldn't have to be a renaissance man to help out around the house. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, No, he does. That should just be part of your normal routine, guys. Yeah, no, he does help a lot. But my, I, I grew up like women take care of the house on the inside, men do the outside, the yard. So I'm training him to like, okay, stay out of my kitchen, go mow the yard, you know, go out there and do something, kill the weeds. I don't know. So, but yeah, he does help. He does help, so it's nice. It's nice. But I wanted to tell you that today is National Dance Like a Chicken Day, in case you didn't know. Aaron, are we doing this? <laughs> Do we really but. dance? Like, first of all, this stuff is all just ridiculous that they make. It's Because I, I guarantee you, if you look close enough, Aaron, there'll be like th- five national pizza days. 
They sneak all these things in. Oh, today's National Margarita Day. It's just so, like, Tex-Mex places can sell a bunch of margaritas. Like, none of these things even make any sense, except for, like, Cinco de Mayo, an actual holiday. It's good I, I'm getting to where I honor only the actual holidays. When they put this other stuff out there, <laughs> National Margarita. I mean, give me a break. That's a total made-up deal. <laughs> National Hamburger Day. That's not even a thing. It is. What it's is uh, national? It's good marketing. Dance like a chicken. Who is doing this? National Dance, Dance Like a Chicken Day. First of all, <laughs> some people just already naturally do that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Aaron dance? I well, You're not, not really. Not really. Not far you, off. Have you seen, uh, ha, did you see Elaine uh, from Seinfeld? Did you ever see her dance? She can't dance. Okay. My point there exactly. You go, but but no. I am going to take you in today's sports talk. Are you ready for this? And this is a thing. You can look it up. Over in Madrid, Spain, this is now called an extreme sport. But it is sleep racing and what it is <laughs> Aaron's in here laughing Matt uh you have all these contestants anybody can do it and I guess you train for it I'm not sure how you train but whoever can fall asleep first and stay asleep the longest wins the competition sleeping actual sweet sleeping and you are judged on your posture of sleeping mm -hmm. i guess if you're snoring if you're an rem but here's the kicker they do it at a busy noisy shopping yeah. center so my thought is okay we could enter this and we could just fake like we're sleeping because the winner gets five thousand dollars so we could take the show over there matt and we could just put aaron out there to sleep because i can't sleep Nine hours straight. I have to wake up in the middle of the night. But I there wonder you go. if there's like rules on, you know, melatonin or taking any it, kind of sleep aids. I mean, I'm sure they do. If there's testing. a contest, <laughs> people are going to find a way to cheat. You and would think so. That's interesting. In a shopping mall, the you, you think about babies and, and toddlers falling off to sleep because there is a certain level of noise. That's sort of soothing mm -hmm. in that you can kind of deal with. You don't want to deal with like loud music or this or that. Some people can sleep to music. Right. Uh, I'm not one of them. I would need like maybe something to read or I mean, I, I sometimes I'll actually almost put pick a boring book to help me instead of like now every once in a while you'll get a great book. And you'll keep up. To, you'll be up till like two or three in the morning. That's a problem. Yes. You you almost need, and I and my wife found one for me the other night. Uh, a really an intro, kind of a book that just doesn't have much to it. And I and after about two pages, I'm ready to sleep. Yeah, That's Scott does that at sleep night. Sleep racing. Scott does that at night. He'll get on his phone and read. I don't know what he's reading. I have no idea. And I'm ready to go to sleep. And he'll sit there and read until he's tired. So yeah. I don't know. But over in Madrid, Spain, it is sleep racing. It is considered extreme a sport. And they are bringing it over to the United States. And if you want more information, you can go to worldsleepchampionship.com. Anybody can enter. There you go. <laughs> well, I don't think we can enter something in Madrid from no. afar. Are you saying, they oh, is this one of your typical where... 
Oh, I thought you were about to tell us kind of like maybe some of the people singing at the Madrid sleeping <laughs> contest. <laughs> you kind of like I don't know who's tell singing us. their national yeah. anthem for that. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> okay. But. I thought maybe you would give us all that information. I could look it up. We but. have so many <laughs> listeners who right. could just up and head to Madrid at the drop of a hat. We actually do have some, but that's I'm funny. not one of them. I mean, Madrid is a that's kind of on my list of places I would love to go to Spain. Yes. Um, I Spanish was uh, I took a couple of semesters at Baylor. I uh, <laughs> uh, and I um, I actually went to school on a Spanish club scholarship. For real? Mm-hmm. You can speak and, fluent uh, Spanish. I didn't say that, but I mean, <laughs> compared to most of my classmates at Kaufman, it gotcha. was kind of like I could. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I had a pretty good run there, well, and there then and then had great professors at Baylor, Baldelio Garza. And that's mm-hmm. what he used to say to me when I would uh, I'd show up late or be goofing around in class. He'd say, Senor Mosley, you laugh now, you cry later. <laughs> <laughs> called, me Ma- called me Senor Mosley. There you go. Yeah, hey, on another great note. Guy. On okay, another I note, guess you've had enough of that. Got, All right. Yeah. yeah. But on another note, today is Gronk's birthday, former Patriot. Former Tampa Bay tied in. Today's his birthday. So that's all I have for you. Aaron, is that, I mean, don't y'all do birthdays in John Morris' he show? He probably missed did it. Did we? She said, <laughs> I do, <laughs> and sh- his birthday was yesterday. Oh, I thought it was today. No, it was yesterday. <laughs> oh, Aaron Are you joking? To, no, Aaron I'm had serious. to correct oh. you. I had 10 people we, on my uh, birthday list, but he wasn't it because it was yesterday. Uh, we'll see. I'm making up for yesterday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How old is Gronk? He's 34, 34 35, 35 yeah. I think. Okay. He's still young. Now do not, whatever you do, unless you're wishing me or Aaron uh, a happy <laughs> birthday, do not do birthdays. John gets very upset. <laughs> very upset if you try to. Yeah, that's his I thing. I will not all right? take away his spotlight if John when is When is your birthday? John. Oh, don't worry. Everybody knows it's November 14th. You have plenty of time. To uh, to plan a birthday party, and I do register for my birthday. So if anybody wants is this to know, a, is this a milestone birthday coming up? I'm not even going to tell you. I'm 21 <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. Right. But that's all I got for you today. Happy Monday, and uh, if it's raining up where you are, I hope y'all are safe. Well, I'm right down the street from you. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Stephanie Sports Corner. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Always enjoyable. Yes, let us hear all your papers and everything as you wrap up. My goodness. I like it. I like all the uh, – that's good stuff. Stephanie Sports Corner every day at about 4.07 or 4.08. Next, we hear from the Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel, one of the top scouts right now. Um in the NFL, Will McClay discusses the latest Cowboys draft class. It is an exclusive, and it's next. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine. Located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam-up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go Platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go Platinum. 70 days, no pay Platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. Well, thank you. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you to all our fine sponsors. It's time of the week. Uh, of course, Jim Turner's Chevrolet. Oh, man. Campus Confidential. Now, because of this next interview, we may end up doing Campus Confidential today in the 5 o'clock hour. But appreciate Jim Turner's Chevrolet. Everything you do, Derek Scott, the whole gang, and uh, we just have some unbelievable friends that are in that uh, in that uh, car business. And uh, boy, Jim Turner doing a tremendous job out there in McGregor, and uh, we uh, appreciate that. Lots to uh, catch up on uh, as we uh, as far as Campus Confidential, 
I mean, there's softball news to go over where the Bears are going to end up. Uh, that is in Utah, by the way, and Bears will open against Ole Miss. I was kind of mad, but also kind of glad. I, I wanted the Bears to be able to host, but at the same time, I kind of looked at that regional. I think they got a great shot, so I, I think I'm okay with it. And they play well at elevation, these Bears. Yeah, I was pointing that out to Coach Moore. So very excited about Baylor softball. Now, Aaron, we have the opportunity to share with our audience right now an interview that Ed Werder and I did. Ed Werder's from ESPN. You recognize him, covers the Cowboys. And we really went deep. And, uh, and of course, we may not air the entire thing today. may save a little bit of it. But I want you to hear a lot of it. And this is Will McClay, the vice president of player personnel for the Cowboys. He's basically in charge of putting the draft together. And it was rookie minicamp the other day, and Ed Werder and I, ESPN's Ed Werder and I, attended this event. We watched all the players. There's not a lot that goes on out there except for we got to do a one-on-one with Will McClay after it was over. Here is, you'll hear Ed Werder's voice, you'll hear my voice, this is part of the Doomsday Podcast, but thought you guys would love this because we talk about some of the players and we talk about does Will McClay still want to be a GM in the NFL. Here is that exclusive interview on the Matt Mosley Show now. So, Will, you're responsible for collecting most of the information for the organization on these rookies, and now you come out here in this rookie minicamp and see them on the field for the first time. What are you looking for when you see them in your organization on your fields for the first time? What, what are you trying to accomplish? I mean, the important thing is we know they can play football. Now we got to figure out if they play at the level that we need them to. And, you know, it's really this part is the mental part. It's, um, you know, all the things that we give them to prepare, you know, coming in, what the coaches tell them in the first meeting, can they take it? from the first meeting to the second meeting to the walkthrough. It's all a chain of progression. And to get out here, I mean, it has to be a fun weekend when you put that many hours for the whole scouting department. Like, what does it mean when you finally get to see them on the field? I mean, it has to be kind of a neat moment. Yeah, it is. That's what we were talking about, you know, because it, it's changed, you know, three, four years ago. Whatever the time frame was when we would have these practices out here, and got, you know, we'd be we'd have multiple guys out, we'd have multiple trial guys. You see them practicing and playing football. It's more intense. This is a little bit different because we get to go out and just kind of watch them move around, you know. So it's a little bit different. We got we still got to wait to see, um, you know, what's under the hood. Um, but to get but but to know that they're ours and to get them out on the field and to see our coach coaching, that's the positive part. The emphasis uh, seemingly, despite. The fact that Mike's an offensive coach, the emphasis seems to be on adding size, being a more physical team, being able to run the football when you want to, uh, and controlling the run on defense. How much of that is accurate, and have you achieved that objective or added to that? I think we've added to it. We've got to continue to um, add pieces to it because that's the, tra- the type of team that we're trying to build. But, you know, I think um, adding more size, more athletes gives you an opportunity to be flexible in whatever you do. Um, you know, and that's kind of the goal there is to continue to build a strong team, have strong depth. And how do you do that? You got strong athletic players, you know, as you continue to bring them in. I, I assume in 
investing a first round pick on Mozzie Smith, a defensive tackle, that you envision him being more than just a two down run stopping player? Yeah, he's going to be more than a two down run stopping player. You know, we, we feel like that, but then his main job is his main job, and he's got to be very, very good elite at that. And that's why we took him in the first round, and he's got to get to that point, but he's got to be very, very good at what we drafted him for, and the other things are going to improve, and we have a strong feeling that they will. How do you take us through that process of how do you project a guy that was a great run stopper, that was a huge part of what he did, and, and he's been talking about how he's going to have a plan with, with Dan for the pass rushing plan. How do you kind of project that when all his stats and everything show unbelievable run stopper, but you see, obviously, a guy that you think is going to be pretty disrup disruptive as a pass rusher? Yeah, I mean, your key phrase you used there was projecting. We're, anybody going from college to pro, you're projecting. You know, we're projecting how good they're going to be, what position they're going to play. But in terms of looking at improving pass rush, there's enough snaps on tape that show that he could get to an edge and he could win. To, uh, to be able to get to an edge and win an edge, and people do it differently. Some people do it with speed. Some people do it with bend. Some people do it with power. How does he use his skill set to do that job of rushing the passer? That's getting with the coaches and developing that, but there's a plan for it. When you watch the tape, you know, there's, there's different schemes. Guys play with their feet parallel, so they're readers. To rush the passer, you have to trigger your feet. You have to know you're going to an edge and not play a whole man. So it's going to take reps, but I think that he's football smart enough and we do a good enough job to be able to improve that. And when Dan Quinn says he can see this guy being a pass rusher, you tend to believe that yes. he can develop him into one of those kinds of players? Yeah, I mean, just the way that our whole staff works and in, in, in their plan and their program for getting the best out of guys. They understand. I mean, you know, they do a unique thing with players when they come in is they ask them what their weakness is, okay? What's your weakness? All right, you tell me it's a weakness. Now, are you willing to work on that? Yes. Okay. Well, here's the plan. So there's a plan to improve those things too. That's during the 30 visits. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. Scouting yep. process. Yep. And, Go ahead. I was just going to say. So um, after you made that move, <coughs> addressed that issue on defense. Uh, we went into this draft thinking it was real deep for tight ends. People mm -hmm. were saying it was historically good, mm -hmm. rich draft for tight ends. Did the run on tight ends at the top of the second round catch you guys by surprise, or how did you deal with the fallout of that? And, no, and it didn't. It didn't catch us by surprise when you put your board together. You put your board together based on the players and how you value them and who we thought was best. And you know, going down that way. But then when you look at the tight ends, there was depth at that position. So. Knowing that there's going to be runs in the draft, there's always runs on positions. You got to be prepared for that. You got to be prepared that if you don't get one, what the you know what are you going to do? I think that we, um, tr you know, went through free agency, filling some holes so that we could draft pure and make sure that we were doing things the right way. You don't want to force anything, but you pay attention to it because when you go in the draft, people talk about best player available, mm -hmm. position need. It's a combination of the two. The market every year is different. You know, we go to go to Whole Foods. Sometimes they don't have any apples, so you got to eat bananas. So. That's kind of the way that you look at it because it's a different environment every time you go in the draft. And oh, by the way, I appreciate you. Tr we're trying to land Whole Foods. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, what about Luke Schoonmaker? You're listening to Matt Mosley and Ed Werder interview Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel, Will McClay, on the Doomsday Podcast. You got these extended receivers that don't do what you want them to do in the NFL. Um, he's done that. He's played in a system where they required out of him. He's done it at a good level. He's done it, um, you know, and, and he's got the 
physical skill set to continue to grow too. The, the the you know his athletic testing, all those deals, as well as the tape. So there's a guy with upside that you know was a little different than the other ones because you know each one had their own little specialty deal. He was a well-rounded guy. Is Mike now that Mike's back to calling plays? It was his influence. I'm sure it was, you know, similar. But any, did it feel any different? Because obviously he's been away from this for a few years. He's back to it. He seems to be very excited about it. Did that influence anything in in your your visits and in the build up to the draft? No, no. I think you know the one thing about being the head coach is that you've got to see it all, and that's what Mike does. Is kind of look at the, even though he's calling plays. He realizes that if you go defense and you pick a defensive player, well, that's going to help my offense. Um, you know, we're going to get the ball back, those things. So he's he's been very transparent about wanting to get good football players and we'll adjust our scheme and who we are based on the players that we have. You mentioned that you were felt like you were able to go into this draft and be open-minded and flexible and follow your board in terms of how you had guys ranked. How much of that was a product of making the trade for Brandon Cooks and wide receiver not getting forced into a move there? or? You know, getting Stefan Gilmore at corner and not having to address that position early in the draft. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. That's why there's free agency. That's why there's draft picks and compensatory. And it's how do you use, you know, the funds that you have to be able to improve uh, your team. And I think we we address some of those things using the you know the compensatory picks for um, for Cooks and for Gilmore. And then we felt like we'd cover that up, and so it gives you the ability to say, I don't have all of these holes I have to fill, and what's might make you want to place more value on one thing or the other. No, let's keep it as pure as we possibly can. And I think that that process helped. It was interesting to me because Cooks was a guy you pursued in a trade at the deadline last mm-hmm. year, and it didn't happen. And despite there now being many more options to get a wide receiver, you still chose to get mm-hmm. him. What it is about him that the organization found so intriguing? Well, uh, number one, his his. Um, the, the, the production that he's had consistently throughout his career, um, that's number one. Number two, you know, people you talk to around the league and everything about him being a professional. And, you know, we had Carlos Watkins was here. The, uh, Prince had coached him, and they talked about not only his ability but kind of his leadership quality. So when you have a, a team that's trying to get to the point where we're trying to get to, you have a good locker room, you got a great leader in Dak Prescott, he needs support. Well, here comes a guy that, you know, from everything that I've heard, from all the guys doing, the, you know, the voluntary sessions and everything, not only how fast he is, that's the first thing that's out of their mouth, but how good of a leader he is to the young guys and teaching them and telling them and, you know, helping them understand this game. Well, so now you add that piece, juice, um, you know, making the young guys better. We stayed with him because we just felt like that was one of the things that you needed to add to the team, and and um, he's just been so accomplished, you know. What's what's the biggest change you've made over the years? You've been on a really good run with a lot of your draft picks. Uh, you know, I, I'm just wondering as you have grown into this and done it more and more, is there anything you're doing that much differently now than you were? five, six years ago? No, I think I've continued to learn how to um, apply the 
you know, what the coaches want compared to what the scouts see compared to what we need, you know, collectively as a team kind of talking about that. But I think the most important thing that I've done over the past five years is the staff has continued to grow into our process. So I've been doing this for 10 years, I think. Uh -huh. And we, we kind of changed our system and the way we did things and kind of some of the marks that we want to hit. Now everybody buys into that. So now our process is cleaner. Um, you know, it's from how we watch tape to how we grade players to how we present the players, how we dig up the information. Um, and those scouts have a great responsibility. They're the first ones to go out and see them and do it. So the belief in those guys gives me belief in the system and in the belief to be able to say, this is why we do it. This is how we do it this way. And then the results come and then everybody sees the results. It's not you know, anything that I'm doing, but it's like the collective group as we put it together and then working with the coaches as well. It's a unique deal is working with the coaches, the coaches going out, the guys we assign them doing the work, doing the work that the way that we do it, it might be different than their other places, um, but they jump into it and they buy into it. And so I think continuing to work on um, it's a player for us, not a player that I pick, not a player that you know a coach picks, but the, the process does. So continuing to improve that process, that's that's the thing that I think that I've learned over the years, continue to hone in on the details, believe in something, we believe in the way we're doing it, so let's refine it and keep doing it, you know, and keep getting better at it. Do you still love getting out? You're listening to Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel, Will McClay, on the Doomsday Podcast with Matt Mosley and Ed Werder. The way that I go out, because like I'm here all year during the year, I might go catch a game or two during the season, but I know our team, I know what's going on, and I try and hit this tape or, or you know, the all-star games with a fresh eye without looking and hearing what they say and formulate my own opinion. But I do like to get out on the grass and see it, and I especially like to go to pro days um, because you can kind of get the feel of the competitiveness of a kid and the atmosphere that he's from and you know all of those things matter when you're bringing them into a different environment it's like understanding what they come from and then you got to know what you're putting them into how, how has your influence in the organization grown i mean we saw the video you guys were in the draft room in the first round debating two different players mozzie being one of them and it almost seemed like once you made your case to jerry you were the last voice to speak before that choice was made and you carried the day, your, what you, how you viewed Mozzie really weighed on Jerry and convinced him, this is our guy. Well, I, how, how has your influence grown over the years with Jerry? I think hopefully it's continued to build trust in what we've done because we have a process, they believe in it, we've had success. Um, and then, you know, with them asking me my input on these, you know, on these players and in, in that situation, um, I think it's positive because they, I, I hope that they know that I do the work and how important it is to me. And I'm going to give an opinion. And everybody in that room as we go through it has an opinion. I try and collect all of it and put it all together and say, based off of everything we talked about, let's here's the evidence as to why. You know, and that's that's kind of the way that I look at it. So I, I, I am um, very um, happy with the way that things have progressed and why I'm still here is the fact that there is input, not only my input, but the value of input from everybody. Um, me being kind of the controller of it, um, that there's a great sense of responsibility to figure it out. And I think that's the best way to kind of describe what we do and my influence in it is I'm always trying to be as best I can, unbiased and get all the facts and then at some point in time I got to say what I like. Yeah. You, you mentioned you're still here. Mm -hmm. You've had chances 
to leave to be a general manager somewhere else. Why are you still here? What, do, you, do, you, do you value those opportunities? Do you want, is that something you still aspire yeah. to have? I mean, what I aspire to do is part of something that holds up a trophy and being the best in the business as many times as I possibly can. Is that here, wherever it is, but I feel like it's here because um, of the unique way and situation that we're in now. Um, you know, you everybody's got a title. Everybody reports to the owner. Our owner just got owner GM. I don't. Titles don't mean anything to me. So it's the group, it's the effort, it's the opportunity that's most important to me. Like having a title next to your name, um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that too. I like watching tape. I like being able just to do football. I love visiting with the coaches and the trainers and doing all that stuff. You know, it's the other things of the GM job that I might not want to do. But, um, you know, the key is being here and being, you know, having an opportunity to do it because it's just like the the, uh, the the scene in the draft room when we drafted Deuce. It's about family. My kid's out here now. Why do we do this? I spend so much time away from family and doing things that, um, you know, when, you, when you're around a group that you know that they know you and you can argue with, and it's like that family atmosphere, and there's sometimes paychecks that, you know, can't equate to some of those things. Does your son ever help you break down any film? Uh, he'll watch tape with me, but you know, this is a new generation. If I had it on my phone and I was watching TikTok and I was watching like 12 second snippets, he would watch it all the time. <laughs> it's it's sitting there and running back plays over and over and over again. He gets bored, he leaves. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the unique part about it too for me. Is again, my son grew up in this, and you know, him being in the draft when we um, when we when we uh, drafted Deuce, and you see that that father son relationship at a different level. Girl, like he's out here today and he's watching. So to see his maturation through this process and being allowed to do it in this environment is one of the coolest things ever. Well, what, speaking of coolest things ever, the, the Deuce Vaughn drafting him with your with his father being yeah. one of your employees. What 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 did you what was your take what was that moment like for you as a guy who's lived that same life? Oh it's um it was probably one of the coolest moments of my life I've ever had with all the different things that have happened and I've been very fortunate to achieve or see and do. That was one because it was Okay, it was the father-son deal, but then the reaction of everybody knowing Chris is a guy and everybody that's watched his son is the reaction. Like everybody was happy for that moment, not only for them but for us. And so it was. It, that was just like one of the best things I've ever been around. And he said it best. He's like, I don't want it just to be a nice story though. Yes. Like he's y'all didn't do this to create. It was a neat moment. Yeah. Anybody's ever seen him play. He has a huge impact. That's the number one thing is we drafted a really good football player that can help our team. And the side story was his dad worked for the team. Um, mm-hmm. And when we talked about it, when, when, when Chris wasn't in the room, and it was Jerry, myself, Stephen, um, and, you know, we talked about all the things that the guy could do. And, you know, the great thing was Jerry was like, you know, that's the guy to pick because that's the best thing for us. It wasn't anything other than his ability that made us pick him. So that was you would have picked him no matter whose son he was. Right, no matter whose son he was. You go, we're going down through that that whole deal, mm-hmm. and so you're looking at it and you're going, wow, okay, what's available, what's there, what's you know all of his accomplishments and what he's done, and not only in college, but you look back to high school, all the things he's done, and uh, when you add that element, if he can help us in the way that he is. Um, that just adds more sh- stuff to your locker room, to your team, to your chemistry, all that stuff, too. 
it's kind of cool that he has that relationship with Sproles. I yeah. mean, everybody thinks of that, but I mean, the K-State connection, mm -hmm. they have like a you friendship. You said he texts him all the time, uh -huh. every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that has to help when, yeah. when there's a there's somebody out there, kind of your same stature, that's done it. Yeah, that's done it. I mean, you know, and, and, and it just talks about his intelligence to reach out to somebody that, you know, could relate to him. And not everybody can understand what he's going through. There's, you know, plenty of times where he's been told he's not big enough, you know, all that stuff. Well, here's another guy that made it and did it and uh, for him to draw uh, some mentorship from that guy is like, it's really cool, you know, and, uh, you know, I talked, you know, we talked about the draft and one of the things that, that stuck to me is like when we were talking about quarterbacks, okay, the number one pick in the draft is not your prototypical NFL player, but the game has changed the way that player the game is played has changed and the players that execute their assignments has changed a little bit so you have to open your eyes to that and then you got to use them that way but I mean football players come from everywhere all sizes all shapes mm -hmm. all colors and if they can do the job they can do the job and is Sproles the comp for him um I would say that, you know there's a Sproles comp I would say the Boston Scott kid that was at Philly um Tariq Cohen you know so there's some guys that are comparable but his skill set is a little different than those guys. Um, so he adds a different element. I mean, he gets football matchups, those sort of things, and still be able to do what you do offensively. He's he's just not 5'10". It's different. He looks strong. Oh, like yeah. He just looked like he put together. How many How many times? Do you remember how many times he did 225? I don't remember off the <laughs> top of my head. It had to be. I don't remember off the top of my head, yeah. but a unique deal about him. Whoa, wait, whoa. A unique deal about him is, um, <laughs> like, his, his, his hands are... Nine three. He's, he's, <laughs> he's five five. His hands are nine three, right? We got guys that are uh, six six five. I got a six quarterbacks with smaller hands than that. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's quarterbacks. There's offensive linemen with smaller hands than that. So, um, you know, he's just he's he, he finds a, he'll find a way to get get it done. We're talking, he'll give it everything. I know that. You're talking about Chris and, and Deuce and family and all that. Part of the reason you're here and inspired to try to win a championship with the Cowboys before you take your next opportunity, if you ever do, is because didn't you, wasn't your, this your dad's team? No, well, no, it was funny. It wasn't my dad's team. Like, I grew up in Houston, so growing up in Houston, we hated the Cowboys because some of our games way, way, way back in the day, you didn't get to see because they put the Cowboys on. Um, and so my dad, You didn't get to see the Oilers? Yeah, my dad, my dad used to always hate that. And then, um, you know, but it's, again, going back to that family deal, it's like uh, when I got the job, he was like, hey, whatever, I like the Cowboys fine. <laughs> but he came out um, to camp when he got he was uh, battling the cancer deal again and the way that they accepted him and treated him and the whole deal. That's the family stuff that I'm talking about. It's when I was coaching the arena team, Charlotte's kids and Shibo's working in scouting now. That's, you know, that's all the stuff that I'm familiar with and that matters to me most is when you, we go through and we do all this stuff, what's it for? We're trying to win, but it's the relationships and the people and everything that you go through. All right, there he was, and uh, Will McClay, who puts the Cowboys drafts together. And uh, Ed Werder and I, um, we had a chance to, to have an uh, exclusive interview with him and wanted to share some of that with you, and we may get back into that here in the coming days. But uh, really interesting stuff from Will McClay, and he, we even got into later on for you UT fans, DeMarvian, Overshone, and some other things. All right, um, we're gonna we're gonna do some we'll do some campus confidential and we may mention a couple of things here but uh, 
We never want to short Aaron in that department. want to remind you at 5 o'clock, we were just minutes away from Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, joining us here on the Matt Mosley Show and all of that coming up next. Keep up with Baylor Bear Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Up to 60% off. Storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns. Hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store. It's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. The 42nd Annual Scarborough Renaissance Festival is interactive fun for everyone, 16th century style. Enjoy jousting, birds of prey, and enchanting mermaids. Delight in nonstop entertainment on over 20 stages. Discover the artisan marketplace filled with exquisite crafts, amazing artisan demonstrations, and so much more. Plus, there's food and drink fit for a king. Scarborough Renaissance Festival. Weekends now through May 29th. Get discount tickets today at srfestival.com. 
Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. You got him. You got the right one. And we're taking you all the way to 6 o'clock today. And kind of a welcome to the jungle moment here. Uh, the We do have Mac Rhodes coming on at 5 o'clock. So just a few minutes away from that, about nine minutes away from hearing from Baylor uh, uh, Director of Athletics. Aaron, I, one of the things I want to talk to him was kind of reading today. Um, one of our reporters from SI that we've had on before um, had reports from the uh, those meetings, the Big 12 meetings, and it really is interesting to imagine, Aaron, that literally I, I knew they were kind of around the same place. Some of those big-time meetings talking about who they might expand or who they might target, Big 12, they were happening like 20 yards or 20 paces away from each other in separate meeting rooms. The Pac-12 was meeting. The Big 12 was meeting. I mean, how strange is that to be – in this kind of all-out war, seemingly, that's not that's too strong. But still, they've been going at it, jousting, and then Aaron, they go out to Scottsdale, and they're kind of like right down the hall from each other. I mean, the whole thing is fascinating to me. You know, Mac went to uh, was born in Arizona, and at least attended Arizona. Might have finished up. I know he was at Indiana at some point as well. But Aaron, I mean, that's. I wonder if sometimes, and I may ask him about that, if the Big 12 leans on him a little bit. Hey, what do you think about Arizona? What do you think about the Arizona schools? He's from out that part of the country. He loves New Mexico. He loves Arizona. And so um, he loves a good Scottsdale trip. Now, the thing about Mac is I don't think he's a big golfer. He, I mean, I'm not saying he, he's probably a decent golfer, but he doesn't go out and spend a lot of time on the golf course like some other hobnobbers. So I have to, we'll have to ask him, see if he played any golf or if it was all business there in uh, uh, where these things were held, right there in Scottsdale. But, uh, Aaron, check that out, that SI story, really interesting today, looking at what all's happening and, like, who the Big 12's targeting. Is it still, is the Pac-12 still looking at SMU? Has the Big 12 at least kind of reached out to San Diego State? I think the answer would be yes. Is the Big 12 thinking about, like, UConn, Memphis? Uh, Memphis was a finalist at one point. They were maybe one of the next ones up in terms of the schools that came in. Memphis would be in the mix. UConn just won a national championship in basketball. They, they play in the Big East, but if they would come over into the Big 12, bring them on, bring them on. And um, I now UConn football doesn't do much for me. Although Aaron, they've got you know who, they've got uh, Mora Junior, don't they? Coaching uh, UConn, I believe now. So that would be fascinating. But there's a lot to um, there's a lot to to look at in terms of uh, where the uh, where this thing is going to land with the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve. And then this article also that I was talking about on SI talked about what's going on with the other conferences as well how the ACC is at they're at each other's throats because there's a a group of about seven of the schools that feel like they're pulling all the weight like Florida State would like out Clemson would like out I don't know if there's a place for them to go right now 
I, they, they want out because of that TV deal. And they want a bigger piece of the pie, but they're still going to be way behind the SEC. All those years ago, Aaron, do you realize Florida State, back 1990, could have been in the SEC? And Bobby Bowden and the whole crew decided, nah, I think we're okay. I think we're okay right where we are. And uh, I would imagine right now regretting that decision as they continue to be stuck in a TV deal that goes all the way to 2036. Really, really interesting stuff to uh, to get into. And we'll talk with Mac Rhodes about baseball. You know, baseball, obviously, tough finish, tough season. Uh, what does he think about the direction of the program? Softball, good news. Uh, although I wanted them to host, but still, great news in the tournament, some excitement. I liked watching that show on ESPN last night, seeing the Bears, seeing somebody, once they announced the, uh, who Bear, the Baylor was playing, somebody went running across in front of them. Um, I thought that was kind of fun, so the whole thing. All right, it is time to get ready for our conversation with Mac Rhodes, and that is next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's automotive wants to help your car get ready for the texas heat now through saturday they're offering free automotive ac checkup with any vehicle service at jesse brits automotive plus let them help keep your car road worthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only 49.99 the alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection just mention this ad jesse brits automotive Discounting your prices, not your service. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Chance Wilcox. Lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, now joined by Mac Rhodes, Director of Athletics for Baylor University. And, uh, Mac, I hope you had a nice time in Scottsdale. You do not strike me as someone who spends a ton of time on the golf course, so it may have been all meetings. Um, Are there people at those meetings, Mac, that actually make it out to the golf course ever, or are you you guys just hold up almost the entire time? No, there's a there's a few that get uh, get a chance, get an opportunity to go out and play golf. So, golf's a great sport, but um, man, that's that's five hours that that I don't have in in any one day. <laughs> what about the nine hole movement? Could you work in nine holes? And and at what point in your career was your golf game the best? Was it early? Were you playing a little more golf? Or, I mean, what when was when was your golf uh, game in the best shape? How about never? Um, yeah. <laughs> when I when I first realized uh, it, it took about five hours, and then many, 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 many hours of uh, of practice at the uh, at the range, I, I decided it, it probably wasn't going to work for me. Well, y'all have a player on the women's team, Celia Oma who is now averaging between 285 and 310 driving average, which just amazed me the other day when I was talking to Coach Goble about that. Uh, so that's kind of an exciting thing to hear. I just uh, – uh, that would be sobering. to I, And I don't want anywhere near Celia on the golf course, but my goodness, what a – what an unbelievable and what a team that you all have. I love your golf teams. Men went out today and played really well in that first round. But, Mac, the uh, the women's team is extremely talented. And I guess Jay Goble's racking up those uh, those air miles. I mean, I, I'm, sure he, I'm sure those end up on your desk at some point. Um, he's bringing in some of the best uh, from around the world, isn't he? He, he is. And uh, you know he's done a he's done a great job with that program and and to get to nationals again, um, you know really proud of him and and uh, certainly our student athletes. Uh, you know that's one of those programs for us that maybe flies under the radar a little bit and uh, and really they they do such a such a great job. You know Jay does such a great job with with them and you know so glad they they uh, they punched their ticket. Um, it was amazing that, uh, that the regional right was out in, uh, in Pullman, um, not exactly in our region, but, uh, they were able to fight off some, uh, some cold weather and, uh, and again, advance. And so excited for them to see what they do at, uh, at nationals. Were those meetings awkward at all with the, uh, the PAC 12 executives all right down the hall? I mean, I, I was just reading about it today, and it, at times, y'all, there were meetings taking place, and I think they were basically in the next room, or I think it was described as like 20 paces away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, did, I mean, it almost makes uh, conjures, you know, like anchorman type uh, type things. I mean, I and you probably have great friends, I would think, with your, you know, um, where you're from and everything. 
in the Pac-12. What is that like when y'all are meeting and maybe some of the things y'all are talking about is potential members of that conference being in your conference? How does that get awkward or does everybody just kind of, you know, you just kind of leave it in those rooms and then when you see each other, everybody's uh, uh, pretty, pretty okay with things? Well, first of all, I love Ross Dellinger because he, he wrote the article, but he needs a new tape measure because it, it was more than, than 20, but it was, it was good for effect. Um, we we were on the same floor, and, and we were probably, you know, 200, 300 feet apart. But, um, but uh, yeah, you know, to answer your question, you know, um, good friends in that, in that conference, athletic directors, um, you know, this Matt, I'm a university of Arizona alum, got my undergraduate Mm -hmm. there. So, um, I certainly know Dave Heakey and, and, uh, and president Robbins and, uh, you know, I've got, you know, obviously a, a natural interest in, uh, in Arizona, uh, both the university and, and athletics, uh, so, you know, during the day while meetings are going on, you know, there's really, really no, no interaction at all. And then, you know, uh, there's, there's events at, at night or after the meetings conclude and, you know, we all find time to, to have conversation. And, and, uh, and again, I think at the end of the day, we're friends and, and, uh, we've got great respect for one another and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where this, will this thing, where this things lands. And, um, you know, I think, you know, you and I've talked about it before, and I think I've mentioned, you know, certainly not not trying to go out and, and wish anything bad upon the, the, uh, the Pac-12 or, you know, rooting for, for their, uh, you know, uh, elimination as a, as a, as a conference. Um, but I think, you know, the, the Big 12, we need to be ready and uh, ready if in the event that, um, you know, their, their TV media deal um, isn't in the best interest of those, of its, of those members, of its members. And, uh, you know, we, we need to be prepared if that's, if that's the case. When do you think, uh, do you kind of think in the next 30 to 60 days, we'll know something on that front? I feel like we've been saying that for how many months now? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, we, we keep thinking, Hey, this is going to happen from a timetable, it does seem like things happen on realignment in the summer. seems like a natural time for these things to happen. What do you, when do you kind of expect some, I don't know if there's ever closure, but maybe temporary closure on this front? Yeah, I, I think we're approaching, you know, um, some closure on this front. Um, you know, we're, we're here about mid-May and, uh, you know, I, I don't think it can it can go much longer than than August one. Now, I could I could certainly be be wrong, but just logically, as you think about you know time and and uh, and future and uh, and patience, you know, I, I think that that you're going to see something here in the in the next sixty to to, to seventy seventy five days would be my my best guess. Um, you know, so I I think you know some clarity as to, you know, how all of these moving, moving pieces fall or land. I think you'll, you'll begin to see that here um, this summer. Why is going West in your mind so important? Um, It really does seem like a huge priority for Brett Yormark. Um, 
who wants to make this more of a national conference. I, a lot of us didn't really ever think about that. You know, we kind of liked uh, a lot of the ways it was, love the regional stuff, but I guess we do have to learn to think differently about this. What What is it about going west you think that would would help this conference from a national standpoint, from a branding standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's hard to say you're national um, if if you don't have, you know, a member or two that, that are out west. You know, I, I think it's important because, you know, it's certainly from a TV media partner, it, it picks up that, that fourth time zone. And, you know, Brett and I, I – I appreciate his his vision. You know, we're not we're not thinking about this upcoming TV contract that begins on July 1, 2025. We're really thinking about how do we set ourselves up for that next following contract which would begin July 1, 2031 after after you know the the 6 years of of the one that's upcoming and so you know, really trying to be strategic and setting the conference up for, for longevity. And then, you know, that, that other bite at the apple, because that, that other bite of the apple will, will come, you know, just right after the Big Ten, but before the SEC, uh, a couple years before the SEC, and, you know, four or five years before the ACC. And so really thinking about it in, in that way, you know, I, I think we've got to be really um, thoughtful about, you know, travel and student athletes and what sports can travel if we if we go, you know, something, you know, out west and uh, and and you know expand the geography anymore. I think we need to be really really uh, smart about you know how we schedule, uh, particularly with with certain sports, and so. You know, it's a it's a big commitment. Um, if you if you do that, I think it can be done well, and uh, and I think that uh, again, going west, like I said uh, earlier, is uh, it it helps you from your your TV media partnership, and and now you're able to you know um, broadcast games from from morning to night, and uh, I think it's you know, uh, a great composition for, for your conference. Did y'all talk about a possible new name for a conference? Does anybody start to float ideas out there like that? There have been reports that if you expanded, who knows, maybe it wouldn't be called the Big 12 anymore. We've gotten very used to that. Um, is, that, is, that some, is that a conversation that's already taking place or, or are we being a little too premature premature in that? No, I, I mean, I think, you know, logically, you know, um, it's, it's not, it's not difficult to connect the dots, you know, new members, you know, um, are we going to be the same name? Are we going to have the same logos? Are, are we going to just refresh what we have? And so those are all, um, topics of, of conversations, you know, how do we, how do we refer to ourselves? How do we brand ourselves, you know, Oklahoma and Texas in the league at 14 total member institutions this year. And then, you know, do we transition, you know, into something else? Um, do we, do we keep it the same when we think about, you know, 12, um, 
beginning, you know, July 1, 2024. Um, so those are all things that, that are on the table and, and in conversation. And, you know, what happens if you're not at 12 in, in July or on July 1, 2024, but you're, you're at 14 or you're at 16 or whatever that number may be. So, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, topic of, of conversation as, as we speak. And, you know, certainly haven't landed on, on any one, one place, but uh, we'll need to do that soon. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to have conversations, upcoming meetings and, uh, and uh, certainly, you know, through early, uh, early summer. Could I submit like a few ideas at some point? Is there a place out there or like a comments box where the media could perhaps get involved in the naming process? It's exactly what we were hoping for. So I will uh, I will send you the uh, the email link for that. So just uh, right. just just pour it in your in your inbox. Mac Rhodes joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What did Texas and OU, speaking of them, what, how do they act at these things? Are they just kind of, hey, we're just here to hang out. If y'all need to kick us out of the room, feel free. Uh, they're going to be there. you got to treat them as members, obviously, for one more year. Um, what is that like? I mean, I hope you put them in, like, smaller rooms and that type of thing. We, it's kind of like the penalty box in hockey. We, we, we play some <laughs> And uh, let them out every so often. No, there truly there there has been you know great professionalism by by everybody by uh, all of the member institutions and uh, certainly for another year that includes obviously Texas and Oklahoma. Um, you know I'd I'd be I'd be disingenuous if I didn't say that there's you know there's some awkwardness at at times as as you could you can imagine and you know i think we've we've fallen into a pretty good rhythm i think you know they're not there for or present for you know all of the meeting schedule um they're there for for items that uh you know pertain to to them specifically uh for items that you know pertain to you know this upcoming year you know, things beyond that, um, they're not in the room. And, and I think, you know, that's been, again, handled very professionally and, and everybody is, has understood that. All right. And, and what did you make of uh, baseball? Record's not where we want it to be, obviously, but the direction of the program, uh, there were some good things. There were some great comebacks this year. Again, not great outcomes with the record being what it is. How much of this did you expect? And what are you seeing that makes you think, hey, we're headed and trending in the right direction under Mitch? Yeah, I, I appreciate that question. I think it's a great question, actually. And, um, you know, one, obviously, I've got uh, complete confidence in, in Mitch and, and the staff. And, you know, we talked about, you know, really year one is about, you know, establishing culture and, and uh you know, how we're going to treat one another, how we're, how we're going to work, uh, all of those things. And um, it reminded me, believe it or not, a little bit uh, of Matt Rule's first season where we went 1-11. And um, although, you know, that year we didn't, we didn't win many, many games, um, our, uh, our student-athletes learned how to work, and, and they never, ever – uh, stopped working. They they competed hard every every game, and there was no finger pointing in the locker room. And 
you know, that's exactly what, what I've seen this year with, with the baseball uh, program, that uh, they continued to work hard, uh, you know, give it their very best each and every game. Uh, saw, you know, no signs of finger pointing. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, this has been, despite the, the you know, the win-loss record, I think this has been a really, really – good year for for Baylor baseball and and um you know setting up building that found foundation and you know I I expect our our baseball program to compete for you know Big 12 championships and and uh and head to to, to Omaha um that's not going to happen overnight um but I I certainly believe we have the uh the very right person you know, leading the program and uh, feel really good about the direction it's uh, it's heading. And in softball's really good news with Glenn Moore, what did you think of where the Bears ended up? I mean, wanted to host, obviously, but not a bad regional in some sense. I feel like they've got a great shot. Um, what did you think about that sweep to end the year and then uh, and then where they ended up? I believe they opened with uh, – with Ole Miss, but this is a uh, uh, Glenn obviously bounced back this year with an incredible season, and uh, Bears are battle tested and really could make a run in this thing. Yeah, I'm I'm fired up for Glenn uh, for you know all of the people that that know him. He's one just a quality quality you know human being, and uh, obviously a, a great softball coach. You know we celebrated a thousand wins this year, um, and. Uh, you know, and and he, you know, receives the honor of, you know, co uh, Big 12, you know, head coach of the year, which I thought was uh, uh, very well, well deserved. You know, we knew, you know, that that we were right, right on the edge, you know, sweeping Texas, you know, uh, to, to finish the Big 12 season, you know, I thought really put us in a in a place where we had a chance to be, you know, one of the top 16. I personally felt that, you know, uh, we were going we we're going to have to go and beat, you know, Iowa State in that first game to 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 really have a chance and maybe solidify it. And so when we didn't, um, you know, when we we lost that that first game of the Big 12 tournament, I I thought it was going to be, you know, really really hard to get get a get a top 16. And so you know what that told me. You know, just in terms of being sent to Utah, they're the 15th seed. You know that we were what that would have been. You know, the the 18th probably on the list. Um, and so, um, you know, the committee thought highly of us. Uh, obviously, you know, number two seed. Um, Utah's a, a great program. Old Miss, great great program. Southern Illinois, so. Um, but I'm I'm excited for our team and to be back in postseason and you know I I think we have a chance um, you know to 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 move on and uh, you know we'll see what happens beginning uh, I think we start this Friday at at noon Central as you mentioned versus uh, versus Ole Miss. All right, and those victories over what Tennessee, OU, Texas. I told Glenn after that first win over Tennessee, 
when they were a top five team, get out of the, get out of town. There was some rain going on. I said, you got the win. Y'all move on out of town. And that, that would have been bad advice, Mac. Not that they listened to me at all, because they stayed there and beat them again. So tremendous wins. I mean, I think there were six top five wins for the Bears. And so I think going and playing that tournament, none of us knew if that was a good decision or not last year, but they used it as a jumping off point. And, uh, and and by the way, they play well at elevation, don't they? So they should be uh, they should be in good shape in this uh, in this tournament. Well, I, listen, Mac, I really uh, I appreciate it. Been wanting to catch up with you since the uh, the Big Twelve meetings. Always interested to see what's going on there, and and uh, seems like everything's trending in the right direction uh, with the conference. And then Brett Yormark showing up at our game the other night to throw a, the first pitch out. Did you see the form? I thought he. I thought he looked pretty good uh, with his uh, delivery the other night before the Baylor TCU baseball game. Yeah, not not bad, not bad at all. I'm I'm sure he got a little practice in before, but uh, uh, you know he's he's been terrific for the conference and uh, a lot of energy and a lot of moving pieces and parts, and uh, I'm I'm really you know pleased where where we're headed. Okay, have you volunteered Baylor to be in one of these? games in mexico by the way <laughs> yeah a lot lot more to come on on that but i i do think it it potentially could be uh some some really good opportunity for uh for you know football men's and women's basketball maybe maybe even beyond and, and include some some other sport programs so we'll you know we'll see how that that lands you know we've we've talked about is that what's that look like? Is it regular season? Is it postseason? You know, when we think about football, basketball, you know, who, who do we play and, and, uh, and how does all of that, that line up? So, but I, I do think in terms of our brand and, uh, in that connection, uh, in Mexico is, is something really, really good for, for the big 12. And I know, I know the TV media partners are, are excited about it as well. All right. And in Madison Square Garden before Christmas, you want to do that next year? Wouldn't that be fun to be hanging out like five days before Christmas? And then I think there's a Barclays uh, trip in there, too. So the Bears spending a lot of time in New York. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for, for those games and, um, you know, it will be be a lot of a lot of fun. And, you know, when you're playing, you know, the best um, and I say this humble. But, you know, when you're one of the best and you're playing one of the best, um, that, that makes for some really, really exciting competition. All right, Mac, do you have any Arizona Wildcats gear left, like anywhere in your home or anywhere maybe at one of your other places or something? Have you saved any of that gear? You know, I may have uh, a couple of pieces uh, left over. Now, I'm not sure I can fit into it, but uh, <laughs> I've got a a couple pieces left over and uh you know if uh if i ever don those those will be in private in my home watching <laughs> watching uh the, the wildcats play play somebody but make no mistake um baylor plays the wildcats it's there there's no hesitation it's it's baylor rooting <laughs> for baylor times 10 so oh well, both great programs hey really appreciate it great catching up with you i'll talk to you soon all right. Talk to you soon, Matt. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Mac Rhodes. There he goes. A, a great conversation with Mac and um, catching up with him. About 25 minutes there 
with Mac. There's some stuff we need to break down from that conversation. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll do it in uh, some Campus Confidential. Today, uh, brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, like every Campus Confidential episode. We're just moving it back a little bit to the 5 o'clock hour. But we'll also, in this uh, edition, we'll talk a little bit about what uh, Mac told us, because there's a lot of interesting information. Uh, That is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Softball gets their NCAA location. They're headed to Salt Lake City. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor men's golf opening play in the NCAA regionals today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. It's Jeep season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals on Jeeps are hot. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with $5,500 in total values or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with total values up to $5,000. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass with 5.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 in total values. Plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Find the Jeep that's right for you at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball headed into the NCAA tournament, not hosting this year, but headed to Salt Lake City. The University of Utah is the host. Baylor opens the double elimination tournament on Friday at noon against Ole Miss. The broadcast Friday and through the Salt Lake City Regional on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball closed their conference schedule with a three-game sweep at the hands of TCU over the weekend. They're back in action tomorrow night on the road in Stephenville against Tarleton. And Baylor track and field wrapped up the Big 12 Outdoor Championships over the weekend. The Baylor men finished seventh. The women finished sixth. The men's highlighted by the 4x400-meter relay team winning gold with a time of 300.73 seconds. Six-seeded Baylor men's golf opens play in the NCAA tournament this morning. The Morgan Hill Regional at the Institute Golf Club in Morgan Hill, California. Head coach Mike McGraw has led the Bears into the postseason for the 24th time in the last 25 years. We asked him his secret to success this time of year. These should be the easiest tournaments to play well. If, If you know you don't have to do anything special, your good golf is good enough this time of year and good golf travels it it play it does well in waco and it does well in morgan hill california at a golf course we've never seen good golf is good golf so if you just take your golf the way you got it the way you found it this week and get the best out of it you can this week it's good enough it's the problem is everybody thinks they need to jump over a a building in a single bound like superman it's Mm -hmm. like you don't have to do that i just do what i know i can do everybody else is starting to feel nerves and Nerves are good, 
but if it's how you get them. And I remember the U.S. Open ladies champion one year, they said, how do you handle butterflies? She says, it's not trying to keep from having butterflies, it's to get them to fly in formation. <laughs> and it's like, I've never forgotten that. And that's what this time of year is about, I think. Mike McGraw and Baylor men's golf opening play in the NCAA Regional in Morgan Hill, California, this morning at 10 a.m. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
It is um, campus confidential, a little later than usual, because we had um, quite a long interview in the 4 o'clock hour, Cowboys vice president of scouting or vice president of player personnel puts the Cowboys draft together. Will McClay was on with us. And then Mac Rhodes on at 5 o'clock. Always love having uh, Mac on. Lots to catch up on. Baseball, softball, realignment. What, it, what was it like at those Big 12 meetings in Scottsdale? And uh, Mac, having attended and graduated from, has got his undergrad at uh, Arizona, it's very. He's got some interesting thoughts about the possible expansion of the Big 12 Conference and certainly knows those schools out there and has a great feel for it. And his friends and friendly with the president and AD from Arizona. But, uh, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because the back, Big 12 is not backing away. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Klevikoff, uh, Klevikoff will, uh, from uh, the Pac-12, will figure out a way. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, it, the, more, the longer it takes, the more worry you have. And then, Aaron, uh, other sports, by the way, streaming like crazy. I saw some deal earlier today about what Peacock is doing in expanding their coverage or its coverage of um, – and not only – we knew they were going to do some Big Ten games, but they're now going to have uh, an NFL game, at least one NFL game a season. The Peacock, uh, which, of course, is part of the NBC family, but Peacock is its own streaming service, so – that is a way to drive subscribers there is to try to get some NFL and, of course, Olympics and everything that comes with Peacock. Now, Aaron, I, I thought of our conversation with Mac Rhodes. I did think it was interesting that he uh, was very upfront with the fact that, I mean, they are, they are having discussions about what the branding would look like and what they would name the conference you know, depending on how many teams are in it moving forward. And, boy, he continues to beat the drum along with everybody else about what it means and why the conference is interested in going west. In fact, um, Mac said something along the lines of, it's hard to say uh, you're a national conference if you don't have a member or two who are out west. So really good stuff from Mac Rhodes earlier, they also said that they're thinking about you know uh, what they would, how they would brand it, and what the name of the conference would be <laughs> moving forward. That is, as this year, of course, they're going to have 14 teams. They'll have 12 afterwards, unless they expand, to which they could maybe have 14. Who knows? Maybe they could add four teams and get it to 16. Aaron, let's see. They would actually lose two, so it would be 14, right? If they added to the 10, and once they lose, uh, well, how, they're going to have 14 teams this year. So they'll have 12 moving forward. And, of course, if they added those four, it would get to 16. Aaron, that would be a pretty strong group. If they got the two Arizona schools, Colorado, um, you know, I, I mean, it would get uh, – things would be moving in the right direction utah of course 16 teams would be nice and what you're trying to combat is 
what it looks like is already happening. The SEC and Big Ten basically just leaving everybody else and just doing its own thing and saying, we've, we've got these two power conferences. Y'all can go over there, and this is the big kids' table, and y'all go do your other thing. What Brett Yormark is trying to do is not get completely left behind. I think he's doing a pretty good job of it. It is hard, though, because those two conferences have emerged as the monsters in this space. All right, Aaron, uh, I want to kind of check into what you have today in Campus Confidential and also knowing that, uh, well, there's a player near and dear to my heart that you've been monitoring, a, a, a stud uh, uh, high school basketball player. What do you have for us today, sir? We'll start with realignment news. Today's news on the East Coast as opposed to all the Pac-10 news we've had for the last several months. First, it was Ross Dellinger, Dellinger from Sports Illustrated reporting that reported on a podcast that quote the magnificent seven of the acc have met in the past several months with lawyers examining grant of rights to determine just how unbreakable it is the acc deal runs through the 2036 that was followed a little later today by brett mcmurphy actually naming the seven schools and ross dellinger actually confirming that he was correct the seven schools clemson going back and forth yeah he's gonna he's gonna name them and then dellinger who had the original report is gonna go confirm mcmurphy's story (laughs) aaron should i get involved and should i get involved now and and uh, maybe add a little something and see if dellinger will confirm whatever report i put out there i'd like to do that well i I like this it didn't make a lot of sense that he didn't name the seven schools but then confirmed them but it's yeah. Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech are the seven schools that are reportedly looking at how to get out of the ACC grant of rights that runs through 2036 because their TV deal is terrible. They are f- f- uh, last, or second to last, the Pac-12 is last right now, among all the major conferences, and their deal is only about $25 million a year for the next decade, whereas the Big 12's deal that starts next year, for comparison's sake, is going to be about $28 million per school before all the basketball revenue and other revenue is factored in. Think about those other seven schools. What must they be sitting there thinking? <laughs> just like, well, okay. We're yeah, just, and by the way, there are, most of those schools are getting beat by Wake Forest, which is not one of the schools you mentioned. And, and I don't know where Virginia – I know because it's – a. I mean, in some ways, maybe it's attractive because uh, they got a good basketball program. They got a really good school, great academics. But let's not act like they've been any good at football for the most part for the last 20 years. So I don't know who Virginia thinks it is. There are two monsters. It's Clemson and Florida State. And even Miami, for all its rich history, I mean, it's not like some kind of big state school or something. Miami is a private school that's just kind of sitting there with about, what, 8,000 students like, hey, yeah, we'll just we'll go control everything because Michael Irvin once went here. My, the U is not what it used to be. Now, did they make it really far in basketball this year? Yeah. Are they close to becoming a basketball school? No. No, they'll always be the U. But it's not the same U it used to be. Aaron, when's the last time we looked at the U and just thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, oh, you got to go play the U? 
You got Miami on your schedule this year. Aaron, I would say you had to go back like 20. They might have had a season here and there. But we're talking like 15 to 17 years ago since they did anything in football. Yeah, I think you'd have to go back to when Erickson was the head coach right after Jimmy Johnson left. It may even be a few years longer than that. They may have had Butch. Butch might have done a oh, couple yeah, things. Yeah, yeah um, right around Erickson, and then Butch was there. And then, I don't know. who, who Did they take the guy from Oregon now? He might, he might do some stuff because that guy, um, he sort of gets that community, and he's an alum and he kind of likes to shake everything up. What's that guy's name? Mario Cristobal. Is that their coach now? Yes. Cristobal. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. I mean, I don't I don't know if I like him, but I kind of I, I I would I think he might be able to get something done. A couple of notes from Baylor men's basketball recruiting. Toledo transfer Ray J. Dennis told ESPN he was visiting Baylor over the weekend. It was supposed to be yesterday. He had already visited Illinois and Michigan in recent days. Dennis was the MAC player of the year. He's considered the best guard available in the portal right now. He averaged 19.5 points and 5.8 assists last season. Pass the plate. Pass the plate, and let's get Ray J in there. What's that guy, JP or something, the guy out at uh, Harris Creek? I mean, this guy brings in huge crowds of people out there. I mean, let's get some NIL money. Baylor is a as a, uh, a Christian university, a religious school. Let's get some NIL money rolling out there. Aaron, you think that's what the offering's for? Probably not. I wonder if Harris Creek still, some churches now just let you give online. My church stopped for a while during the pandemic. They stopped passing the plate. But recently, with our new pastor, the plate has reappeared. All right? Kind of like the plate. The plate is, the the plate kind of gives you the active feeling. I mean, when you give them something online, I don't know if it feels the same as when you put the envelope or the money in the plate. Aaron, you like putting the actual money in the offering plate? Do you kind of enjoy that experience? I do. Yeah. I think that's a big part of the whole church experience. Yeah, why not? Why not? Got to do these things. All right, sir, what else do you have? Lake Holland shooting guard Trey Johnson, the number one prospect in the country in the 2024 recruiting class, has narrowed his list to six schools. Baylor is among them. The five-star, the uh, five-star uh, forward from Lake Highlands, excuse me, shooting guard from Lake Highlands, has narrowed his list down to Kentucky, Kansas, Alabama, Texas, Arkansas, and Baylor. And you, Johnson is someone that you are very familiar with, Matt. Yeah, Trey does go to Lake Highlands. Know the coach there. We've had him on, and uh, Baylor's been after him for for several years. His dad played at Baylor. Um, I mean, this is going to be – this is one of the most highly coveted recruits of the past decade. I mean, in some ways, Aaron, I mean, getting Keontae was huge. Baylor's had some very top recruits. I don't think they've ever had one ranked this high. Now, I can't uh, – Keontae and some others, um, I mean, they've had some great recruits come in. Isaiah was a big one. Isaiah Austin was a great recruit. I mean, they've had some unbelievable recruits. Don't get me wrong. 
but I don't know if they've ever had number one in the country. I mean, Jacoby Walter, this 2023, is a big-time recruit. But, boy, the Class 6A state champion, Lake Highlands Wildcats, if they get Trey, you talk about a huge game-changer. Aaron, it would be rejoicing in the streets of Lake Highlands, Waco. Aaron, you might you might want to look at my tweet about this. Did you happen to see this earlier? I did not. When they listed the six schools, I just tweeted. I said, these are some heavyweights. And, and then I said, and UT's also on the list. All right, Aaron, it was a joke. It went over pretty well <laughs> no, no, on was, Twitter. I thought I my don't mic think was it, on, but I turned I it off. Aaron has, Aaron has abandoned me <laughs> in my time of need. All right, uh, it is um, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, do you have one more or do we need to get going? One more real quick. Baylor right. football added a transfer over the weekend. A Johnny Carter, a 6'1", 195 cornerback from Utah State, is transferring to Baylor. Carter had 45 tackles in back-to-back seasons. Last season, 45 tackles, six pass breakups, two forced fumbles, and an interception. The year before, 45 tackles also with two sacks, three interceptions, and a forced fumble. So a nice pickup for the secondary for Baylor football over the weekend. I like it. It's a, it's a place where Aranda knows that program well, knows what he's looking at, and uh, – uh, that's that's interesting that they have now added these two Utah State players. Bears have been extremely active in the portal, and we'll see how it works. They were not that active going into last season, and obviously they had uh, did not meet expectations. This will be very interesting because there is a chance that some of the best players on the team will be from the portal, and... Uh, I, I saw the um, the, tex- the Mike Craven from uh, Texas football, Dave Campbell's Texas football, put out his rankings, ranking all the major uh, teams in Texas. I say major. I'm just talking about the Division One teams. And Sam Houston State is now in that group, and they were at 13. Bears were seven. Houston Cougars, I think, eight. Both UTSA and maybe even SMU were ranked ahead of the Bears. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's accurate. I just thought I would share that with you. Come on now. Come on, Bears. All right, it is time for the dismount. That is the time of the show where we just have to say goodnight. There's no other way around it. I got some huge Texas Rangers news involving a former Baylor player. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central Credit Union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. 
It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. We do need to uh, say goodnight. And uh, Mr. Bradford, I mean, I I just, this is really exciting news um, for Baylor and for the uh, Texas Rangers. And Aaron, you remember the... uh, um, Remember the uh, he was a Big Twelve Pitcher of the Year going back to oh 2017 or 18 somewhere around there and tonight Cody Bradford from Baylor University is being brought up to start against the Atlanta Braves and uh, Rangers made it official he's been uh, he's been doing great and. Uh, and they, they, they made the announcement, 25-year-old left-hander will be making his uh, major league uh, debut, and they've made some moves to allow for that. And could be just a cup of coffee with the Rangers to, to kind of see how he does, get them through this one start. Rangers are 10 games into a stretch of 13 games in thir- 13 consecutive days, and the rotation's already a little shorthanded with uh, Dane Dunning taking the place of uh, Jacob DeGrom. So uh, let's watch some Rangers baseball tonight against the Braves as former Baylor great Cody Bradford makes his first start. All right, everybody, have a great one. We'll react to all of that tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Thank you, Aaron. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Big 12 Athletics on today's 